universe is one living mind and living heart. So the universe is expanding the database, the knowledge, every experience you and I have would contribute to the body of the, of the universe. So what used to feel like way far out 10 years ago now is becoming common knowledge. And psychedelic renaissance is here. These conversations about living through the heart, spiritual awakening, it is becoming a daily conversation for a lot of more people. Welcome to the Way of the Healer Conversations for Change podcast. I'm your host, Darieth Chisholm. Here, you'll meet some of the world's most extraordinary thought leaders and experts, iconic artists and creators, top performing athletes, successful entrepreneurs, philanthropists, spiritual teachers, shamans, healers, and many, many more. They sit with me, an Emmy award-winning TV host and former news anchor turned filmmaker and life and business coach for some powerful conversations for change. What are these conversations about? Healing. Healing, healing all aspects of our mind, body, soul, spirit, this planet, each other, and the systems and structures we're currently living in. You'll learn about topics like plant medicine and psychedelics, spirituality, conscious entrepreneurship, conscious communication, the new earth, quantum leaping, multidimensional living, pleasure, play, and sexuality, breath work, sound healing, food and supplements, and ah, there's just so much. You're just going to need to subscribe to the channel and listen. Come with me now behind the curtain to get the backstory on how and why these remarkable people heal themselves and others, how they lead, what makes them tick, what lights them up, gets them down, keeps them going, and what they believe is the way of the healer. So let's go. Imagine escaping the war-torn Soviet Union in Russia at the age of 23 with only three bucks in your pocket and arriving here to the U.S. speaking very little English. My guest today, Katerina Satori's life is now entirely different. And she says it's because of her profound connection with plant medicine, particularly ayahuasca. Katerina is a trans-dimensional seer, wisdom channel, and mystical mentor. And on this episode as my recent guest on The Way of the Healer podcast, we explore the possibilities of plant medicine for leaders who are working in various fields like technology, science, and humanity. Ayahuasca in particular can help people expand their creative potential, become more integrated and humble, and ultimately serve humanity with a greater vision. Katerina shares about her recent travels to Peru, working with a different plant medicine, this one Huachuma, or sometimes referred to as San Pedro, and how that has opened up even more opportunities for herself. She also explains how these ancient plant allies are making themselves accessible to accelerate consciousness and heal the soul of the world. And as you watch and listen and learn, we'll talk about the telepathic connection with plants, our innate ability to communicate with them, and how they open channels for wisdom, healing, and guidance. Plus, we'll talk about Lemuria, where telepathic communication with nature was a way of life and how more people are now in connection to Lemuria and Atlantis. So stay until the very end because we've got so much to talk about and tools that you can use in your daily practices and meditations. So let's go. Plant medicine, psychedelics, and cannabis have really helped me deepen my meditation practice and morning routine. And while you don't necessarily need our plant natural allies to assist you in meditation, I find that with meditation, I'm able to have more clarity, direction, purpose, and allow divine guidance and wisdom to flow through me. Stillness and quieting the mind allows you to access more of who and what you truly are. And that's where you can activate more creative expression and fulfillment of your dreams. As a gift to you, my friends, I've designed a special high-frequency activation to help you encode, embrace, and elevate your consciousness to ignite your creativity and passion. It's free and available for a limited time. Go to dariath.com forward slash meditations 
To receive a guided meditation series with journal prompts and attuned high-frequency sound waves, that's dariath.com forward slash meditations. Oh, I can't tell you what a delight it is to be with you right now, Katerina, for so many different reasons. I know you're just off an amazing trip to Peru. Atlantis is right around the corner and so much magic is flowing through you at this moment. Uh, so delighted to have you here, my friend. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. So let's start with Peru. Um, you were just there. What happened? <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. There he is. Well, first, the whole expansion of my uh, experience and understanding of Andean cosmology. I've always been fascinated going to different cultures and learning about their beliefs and how they experience reality, what their relationship with reality. So they have this concept called Pachamama. And here in the West, we get like 10% of the meaning, right? In the West, we think it's Mother Earth. Pachamama is Mother Earth. Well, when I was there, we brought a local medicine woman uh, who carries the tradition of her ancestors. And she really expanded the understanding of Pachamama as time and space. So they cultivate a direct relationship with time and space, and they call it Pachamama. So being in Peru always connects my heart to the deepest reverence to the quantum field, to my reality, to all my relations, and this deep reverence to everything that exists from the leaf to the rock, to a bird, to an animal, to a human, and everything is sacred and everything is equally important. So I come back uh, filled with this deep mystical awareness, embodiment, uh, being around these people who have such Mm, such deeper and vaster understanding of the cosmos and they preserve the tradition of the ancestors they work together they live together it's a very community-based life so to spend some time in Peru it's impossible not to be transformed so I come back you know with this expansion of consciousness and deepest devotion to life itself and to be a messenger for Pachamama, for time and space in the time so great awakening. Yeah, yeah. And we should certainly let our audience know that this is not your first journey um, no. and, <laughs> um, and that you've had multiple experiences with various different plant medicine and certainly have uh, had the uh, beautiful awakening in each occurrence. And yet this one you found to be just that much more transformational. Yeah, yeah. Well, according to the prophecy, the Indian prophecy, the Peruvian prophecy, we have an opportunity of really learn from the way of the heart that they have practiced for centuries. Our Western world, we created a lot of achievements through the mind, right? And it's something that we can truly be proud of what we created by awakening our intellect and our mind. But we did get lost the connection with the heart as a collective. So cultures such as Peru and Andean cultures, they cultivated the connection through the heart, through the power of ritual, through the power of the plant medicine, through the power of the community. And that's what I go there to remember, to deepen, to awaken and bring the people who feel called to come with me because it's such a cellular transformation. You get transformed on the level of the cells. So you come back as a new being. And this process of awakening and really deepening into the quantum field and uh, various states of consciousness never stops. It just keeps expanding and the awarenesses become even more profound and it, it for someone who is just beginning this this could seem and appear so far out there and yet it is i guess the question is and yet there is this continuous unfolding where you are almost trusting the steps is that the case that's that's a beautiful way to put it well if we go quantum together universe is one living mind and living heart. 
So the universe is expanding the database, the knowledge, every experience you and I have would contribute to the body of the, of the universe. So what used to feel like way far out 10 years ago now is becoming common knowledge. And psychedelic renaissance is here. These conversations about living through the heart, spiritual awakening, it is becoming a daily conversation for a lot of more people because of the expansion of the universe through you and I and everybody else who is daring to expand their consciousness, we contribute to the database of the universe. And so I am really thrilled about this incredible, incredible expansion of consciousness that we're witnessing is happening right now. Now, before we get into your backstory and, and even how you discovered plant medicine and why, um, moving off of Peru and your recent visit there, um, were you with, were you with Wachuma? What plant medicines were you using? Yeah, I have such a deep appreciation for Wachuma because it is the medicine of the heart. To me, I always describe it. It's like a drinking cup of cosmic love <laughs> and it's, it is gentle medicine. Uh, the feedback that I received from my participants, my retreat participant, they said, oh my gosh, thank you for showing us the transformation doesn't have to be so intense and so painful and so dark and so stressful. It can be gentle and tender and loving and reconnection to this web of life with so much tenderness and beauty. So this to me is Vachuma. Vachuma is the medicine of the light, right? It brings you to coherence in such visceral way that you experience what oneness feels like. And then you, 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 you get that experience of that inner compass of your heart coming online, right? And then you can start building your relationship with your heart. That is why I love Vachuma. It's such a beautiful medicine. It's considered to be a grandfather and it, it is it feels feminine to me. It, it's a grandfather medicine, but the teachings are so feminine. Come back to the unity, come back to the heart. Yeah, yeah. I feel the same way every time I'm with Wachuma or San Pedro, as, as many refer to it as. It is so gentle and loving. And uh, the, you're right, it's like love that is expanded in such a way. And what it also, for me, is really just brings me in it it brings me into the oneness of all things, but into the, just the single point. Like it's just here, not in, you know, like here being here and awake, not in an experience with plant medicine where I have been multiple times, but in the awareness of everything around me, eyes wide open in conversation, but that much more present in the moment. Mm. Yes. That's my experience. Yeah. <laughs> so it is a very practical medicine, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't always like launch you into galactic space. It actually comes back you comes back, returns you to your roots and mm. says, remember your roots. And uh, to me, it's the medicine that always teaches me to appreciate the bounty, the abundance, the vitality, the health. And when we appreciate, we immediately raise our vibration. Right. So I have this appreciation uh, practice every single morning when I wake up, I walk around my house, arms raised up and I and I speak appreciation into the quantum space and field, you know, to appreciate that I can walk, to appreciate that I can see. This is the teachings of the Vachuma, right, is when we are in gratitude, there is no possibility to worry, to be anxious, or to be stuck in fear. Gratitude moves us into the right action, into the right seeing, and appreciation raises our vibration. It, it is, you know, I often talk about the level of frequency and vibration that is available for us to be in in any moment, and love, of course, being the highest, and appreciation uh, and gratitude also being such a high frequency that, that shifts things uh, when we are actively um, appreciating, like you said, just walking around and seeing things and expressing that level of appreciation just continues to unfold and move from us into the world in such a graceful, beautiful way. And so thank you for presencing that and like appreciating every little thing. 
Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your backstory. What brought you to this work and most specifically to your use of plant medicine? Heartbreak was the right opening for me to seek a strong, strong um, intervention from the visionary plants. I, for the majority of my young adult years, I didn't want to live. I didn't want to be on this planet. I, I saw no meaning and uh, being a highly, highly sensitive uh, person with a ton of mystical gifts that didn't know how to be expressed. I felt deeply burdened under the weight of my unrealized potential. This was like the most painful uh, melancholic experience. So not knowing how to channel that energy, I just began a rapid process of self-destruction through making a ton of unconscious choices, putting myself in danger just to feel alive, right? I felt deeply numb. And uh, the the point of the heartbreak where I, I was, I, I, I felt like my heart was crushed for, by this by this relationship that I thought was the one. And I was in that space of ripeness to receive the medicine. I was in a space of deep search. So when I came to my first ayahuasca ceremony and received that, sacred encounter by this master teacher, I learned that the heartbreak was just the right opening for my consciousness to receive that initiation, right? Because a lot of times what happens with us humans, we don't search for awakening, right? We don't really search for it until we are in the situation where life becomes what life feels meaningless or dull, or we are on the edge of something and we are pushed by our soul to ask much bigger questions and to walk away from our patterns. So plant medicine for me was that great cosmic intervention. Not only I had a broken heart, I also had, you know, I, I really had a damaged brain. My mind was not focused um, as a result of so many unconscious choices. I didn't know how to be present. I didn't know how to listen to my intuition. So when people meet me right now, dear, if a lot of times they, they think I have walked out of my mother womb in this present version of me, right? No, you didn't. You certainly make it look so <laughs> graceful and beautiful and easy. Come on, I'm sure you did. <laughs> right? It was a beautiful, powerful and uh, a search, right? So suffering, depression, melancholy, uh, a quest for truth brought me to plant medicine. And what I loved about working with the plant medicine, it was like a portal of truth that opened, right? Portal of healing, portal of truth. And um, I, part of my personality, I, I actually love seeing truth, like, please show me what to change, show me what to transform. And what I love about plant medicine, specifically about ayahuasca, she will offer you a mirror of truth. And if you're willing to see into your psyche, and if you're willing to see all the ways you left yourself, you did not believe in your power, you abandoned yourself, she will offer you a process of returning back to your power and to your healing and to your truth. She will offer you a very specific curriculum. And one thing that I love specifically about ayahuasca, it's, it's the master teacher, is the master healer, the intelligence of such vastness, intelligence of the forest. I like to uh, talk about ayahuasca as, as drinking, drinking the spirit of the forest. And the plants have been here way, 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 way longer than us. So we are talking millions of years of evolution in one cup of ayahuasca mm -hmm. that when you drink it, yes, it shatters your illusions fast, right? If you come in that humility, say, mother, please show me the truth of who I am. And that's what really liberate my soul there is, is that this is who you are as a cosmic spirit in a human body, in this personality that is trapped by a lot of fear-based beliefs and illusions. And if you're willing to do the work, this is the curriculum. This is the path, step by step, 
So now, you know, I'm standing on 15 years of working with this plant, with these plants It transformed every area of my life. It opened my, opened my power, opened my vision, opened my mystical sight and uh, gave me every single level of support that I needed to make that change, right? Over 15 years. Did you know that beyond this podcast that I help busy entrepreneurs, storytellers, artists, creatives, and healers who might be feeling a little bit bored and burnt out and trying to figure out what to do next and what's my purpose in life, really find those answers? How? I say it's through shifting. It's just a matter of shifting your vibration and your frequency to higher states of consciousness and awareness in order to find the answers and live the life that we truly desire to live. So if you want to become a deliberate conscious creator who is enjoying the creations and the manifestations that you are experiencing in life, then I invite you to be a part of a very special five-week intensive. You can get all the details at dariuth.com forward slash shift to learn more. You can experience wholeness, personal freedom, expanded states of creativity, confidence, and flow while achieving your goals and flourishing in your unique gifts and talents. After this podcast episode, please head over to dariuth.com forward slash shift to learn more about it. Isn't it beautiful the way that this all unfolds? I, especially the when you look back at the journey that has happened for yourself and what perhaps you didn't think was possible in the very beginning, or even that that the direction would end up the way that it is, and yet it has. Oh my gosh, never ever in um, in my imagination, I thought I would be here doing the work that I do, creating the curriculums that I create. All of that was a blueprint in my DNA, right? But it was suppressed under layer and layer and layer of trauma or fear, or self-doubt. So what ayahuasca does, she goes deep into your cells and breaking those constrictions and webs and helping you unlock that tree of life that already is within you. Mm. So I deeply believe every single human on this planet already carries the blueprint of their higher potential. Mm -hmm. It needs to be liberated. And yes, we can get there through meditation, through fasting, through kundalini practices. And we we live in such a time where we do have a sense of urgency for for humanity to awaken. And this is, I believe, this is the primary factor why plant medicines becoming so available. Why are they unveiling? Why are they inviting humans to connect? Because we are at at the place of humanity where the the awakening of the soul of humanity is is a is a really powerful chapter that we're in. Why are we in this chapter right now? I, you know, for those of us who are in exploration and those who have been traveling this path for some time and those who talk of the new earth and who can can feel into the expansion that is occurring, why in your opinion is this occurring now? Yeah, we've been, this as a cyclic experience, this, you know, according to uh, deep ancient mystery teachings, we are, this is our fifth human race. So we had ancient civilizations. Um, I am referring to Lemuria and Atlantis, right? We had these ancient civilizations that have reached the peak of their evolution and, um, were were uh, moving to a different levels of consciousness, different levels of reality. So Atlantean consciousness still exists on the causal plane. Lemurian consciousness still exists on the Buddhic plane, right? We have these different planes of reality. We have been um, sort of energetically trapped in the third uh, level density, right? We're a fifth dimensional planet. We are we are connected to oneness, but we have been on this kind of a sort of energetic 
quarantine, through a collective fear-based beliefs, through collective story of suffering and struggle and competition and lack of resources. So when the collective begins to believe into that consensual reality, we'll begin to experience that. What is happening right now, a lot more people begin to question consensual reality and asking themselves, is there another way? Can I create a different kind of reality, my personal reality? So we are collectively rewriting the story. We are collectively asking ourselves, what is possible? Who, who am I? when I reconnect my DNA, when I awaken my Kundalini. So I see what a beautiful and powerful moment in, in a story of humanity where we are remembering ourselves not as a, a mortal human constrained by limitations, but as somebody who is bigger than that, somebody who can awaken our cosmic consciousness and reconnect to our parallel lifetimes, reconnect to a much bigger reality. Share with us more about um, the Lumerian uh, civilization and uh, Atlantean for those who are not familiar. I love this topic so much. Well, think about um, think about Lemuria as the mother civilization that was seeded by the Pleiadian uh, Pleiadian beings. So, if we go way, way, way back to the ancient mystery teachings. Uh, a lot of uh, spiritual traditions talk about the seven sisters or the seven, the seven stars and the Pleiadians, right? Uh, Egyptian mysteries talks about seven Hathors, but the storyline um, is is similar. That there was a point where these divine females, specifically, came to this planet and seeded civilizations. The first experiment was Lemuria civilization. And they were the original Garden of Eden, right? Uh, some people say Hawaii is the last, the last remainder of that civilization. Uh, the Hawaiian islands is actually, you know, what has left after that continent was submerged under the water. So first time I went to Hawaii, specifically Hawaii, I could not even recognize myself there. I was moving, was like in the dream. I was like feeling those Lemurian energies. But it was a civilization based on deep understanding of nature, deep relationship with the elements that our ancient ancestors. Lemuria was all about the rhythms, the cycles of life, this deep connection to um, to the to the nature magic and being and being in that union with nature, Lemurians also shared their emotional awareness. So imagine being in a civilization where everything you feel, entire society feels. So they were they were sharing emotional awareness, and yes, it can feel like oh my gosh, how can I even conceive that? But that was the beginning of our civilization. And then when Lemurian civilization reached its potential, they, uh, they decided to create another civilization and they seeded Atlantis. So it's once every civilization reached its potential, it has an opportunity to ascend to a higher dimension, right? But they will take the jewel of their consciousness of everything that they have activated and pass on and seed another civilization so that's how atlantis was born and the vision for atlantis was all quite different the atlanteans were all about mastery and ability to activate the full potential of their mind and of their intellect and sacred geometry and universal laws so they took the Lemurian wisdom of the heart, and they say, what is possible for us to create, right? And I, it was so incredible to receive that confirmation in Peru. When I was talking to a local uh, wisdom teacher who grew up in the mountains, and they have history, they have the memories of Atlantean civilization, and they have the same teaching that once civilization reached its peak, when they talk about Incas, once Incas 
reached the, the, their peak of their civilization, they simply disappeared. The same thing with Mayans. Where did Mayans go? When they reached the level of their consciousness, they disappeared, they ascended, right? Mm -hmm. So there was this teaching, the secret teaching of all mystery schools about ascension and ascension is transference of consciousness to other dimension. So really powerful that all of these teachings coming back to us, right? And for me, it's always been this deep inspiration. Take the essence of the wisdom of Lemuria, which is how can we live through the heart? How can we live in communication with nature? How can we remember that we can heal ourselves? We can uh, become, we can really embody oneness, teachings of Atlantis. How can we understand how cosmos works? Sacred geometry, right? Geometry of consciousness, the power of our vibration, the power of the mind. This is all Atlantean technology. Yes. And as you say that, it's interesting because when I look back on many uh plant medicine and psychedelic journeys that I've, I've had, and some of them being very profound and multi-dimensional. So much at the time, I was clueless about, I didn't understand. I was, it just, it's like, why did I see this or experience this or know this? And as we know, every journey is different and everyone's journey is different. And yet, when I look back and through lots of integration and lots of uh, being aware and, and open to the what I'm understanding, it, it as you're saying that, I'm able to really witness for my consciousness to what I experienced. And now it's almost like I can understand it. Didn't understand it then. Not quite sure I really understand it now, but I have a different level of understanding. Yes. Yeah. The, 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 the human consciousness is, is just so fascinating to me because being on the physical plane, we get to honor the gradual transformation of our consciousness. If we truly want to integrate and absorb what we receive, right. And then our divine mind, that is our higher self mind is the quantum leaper. It loves to quantum leap, right? So the, the beauty of being human is that we can dance in these different realities. And the beauty of being human is our sensory experience, right? The, the possibility of experiencing the reality through touch and smell and taste and companionship and love. And then we remember that the great spirit, the time and space is experiencing itself through us, through our personal story, right? So awakening, how I am beginning to understand it, Darius, is the unity of inner and outer. So when there is no separation between invisible and visible, I remember I am the quantum space in motion, right? I am a quantum space in motion in this unique temporally storyline of Katarina on Darius. Wow, what a beautiful journey. I am divine and I am human simultaneously. And every day I remember more and more. And the beauty of reincarnation, right? So uh, death will come for all of us. That's the only certainty that we have. The beauty of incarnation and the beauty of us doing this deep consciousness work is that we're going to start next lifetime at the level of consciousness that we are going to leave this lifetime. Mm. We're going to remember much sooner and much faster so when i began calling back my past life or parallel lifetime gifts you know it's through ayahuasca i remembered my atlantean lifetimes my lemurian lifetimes and i started asking myself well why is this remembrance coming back online right now and my guides told me it because it's useful for your life task right now you are ready to remember without your nervous system going going completely overwhelmed when you are ready to remember you actually going to choose to remember a much bigger reality if it serves your divine mission and your divine task now so that is that is ultimately why plant medicines uh come to us they help us remember and when we remember we make new choices mm. we interact with each other in a completely different way right? We begin to be the messengers of Gaia, of this planet, 
become uh, attuned to her voice. And when we become attuned to her voice, we receive the guidance for each day. We receive uh, our ability to recognize opportunities, resources, right? All of it begins to flow. We were talking before we began about the, the this path, this way of the healer path and how... Uh, the the journey is continuing to evolve, as you, you point out, not only just for yourself, but for so many people at this point in time. What, what message is that in your mind for those people who are maybe right on the edge and thinking about this, but aren't quite sure because they might be caught up in dogma or controversy or um, misconceptions about the use of plant medicine. And yet there's the, all of these stories and, and, and the time, of course, the conversations are having now. What is it that you might offer to someone who is on the edge and not sure? Yeah. Yeah. What I, what I hear is to extend encouragement for people to open themselves up to this realization that awakening is beautiful. Yes, some parts of it can feel um, deeply initiatory in the process because you're also awakening to illusions that held you back for so many years, right? But then a awakening process is awakening to a much bigger aliveness, awakening to your gifts, awakening to your power, awakening to um, the magical, magical life that you as a soul signed up to experience, right? Like we are souls, there's no random souls on this planet right now. Every soul that is on the planet right now stood in line with his or her spirit guides team and says, I am so excited to come back to earth. This is a planet of great contrast, planet of adventure. I am going to have one, one incredible, unforgettable story this life, right? So that's what awakening, awakening to a much bigger perspective, mm. awakening to a much bigger reality. So lean in, trust your soul, trust that you are, it's, it's your time. It's your time. Because what's the alternative? The alternative is to keep running from yourself, to keep running from your own healing, to keep recreating the old stories, right? To keep waiting for universe to shake you into awakening through loss, uh, some kind of a disaster, to be, to be pinned to the wall. Why do we need, we need to wait for that? right the invitation is here so much inspiration all around us and curiosity i invite uh people to practice this mantra i am open and curious i am open and curious i wonder what i'm going to learn about myself through plant medicines or through sitting by a tree in communicating with the tree like lemurians did right the trees are some of our deepest allies or what can I learn, like in the times of Atlantis, if I'm beginning to be curious about ancient universal laws and, uh, and how this cosmos operates? So curiosity and openness will bring a lot of joy and beauty and expansion into our life. So I encourage people to be open and curious. Yeah, and it is, it is a, it's a beautiful experience when we are open and curious. I, you know, I can, can, can remember with, with so many people who I have been in circles and community um, and have come to know. And one of the perhaps most important uh, messages that come out of their conversations when they are working with plant medicine is to truly just surrender and to be and to allow, to allow, uh, because we, I think we go into it with this, this is what I want to receive, this is the answers I wanna have, this is what, and then the journey unfolds in an entirely different way uh, through our openness, through our curiosity and through the, the act of surrender. Yes, and isn't it such a beautiful metaphor of our relationship with life? Mm, yeah. 
life is ultimate plant medicine. So if we fight life or if we demand life to go our way, we're setting ourselves for disappointment. Mm. If we engage with life exactly the same way we engage with plant medicine, with humility, curiosity, allowing, and deep listening, life begins to dance through us. Life begins to whisper its vision through us. And what I also love, Darius, when we do this beautiful work of consciousness, we become our true self. To me, awakening is the journey to authenticity. We become our most natural, radiant, authentic self. And what's the what's the business side effects to that? Well, a lot more people want to do business with us. We are uh, a magnet for opportunities, right? People want to be around us. Why? Because our energy is so nourishing, right? Mm-hmm. So all these beautiful shifts of consciousness that we dare to engage help us become our true self authentic radiant benevolent honest human and people want to do business with people like that people want to be in a relationship with people like that people want to be friends with people like that we become our best version of ourselves yeah. so <laughs> right is there yeah. some benefits to yeah. that and it, and it you know it's it's interesting that the pharmaceutical industry has tried to find a way to put it in a pill right and we've we've tried to find countless different ways to bring ourselves back home to who we naturally are a higher state a higher vibration a higher frequency of love and joy and uh, plant medicine certainly is is a beautiful conduit to getting there. As you pointed out earlier, there are lots of other ways, breath work, kundalini, um, so many different ways. And yet I find it to be the quickest, most effective, <laughs> most natural process over a pharmaceutical pill. <laughs> yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, it's... Um, you, you, can't, you can't give a pill to your soul your soul only will be nourished through divine, divine nectar, divine substance. We are here in awakening the soul of humanity, healing, uh, awakening its highest potential. We are cells of the soul of humanity, right? So there's more of us who are awakening to our true potential, awakening to our beauty and our power and I am so grateful to be a champion for the plants and to be their spokeswoman in a way, because I have received nothing but love and nothing but transformation from them. Even some of the most difficult moments, they prepared me to meet this physical life with lucidity and power. You know, mm-hmm. some of the deepest and challenging initiatory level ceremonies that I've had the gift of those, you know, the message was, if you can trust and surrender through this process, nothing in the physical can ever shatter your confidence, mm. right? And that's why they they give more kind of advanced curriculums, because these are the master plans. They yeah. are going to guide you in a very specific way. And they will, right? Yeah. And you know, really this brings to question uh, for me is, is it the plants that are doing that or are they providing us with access to our consciousness that is unveiling what it is that you just said? It is both. I really believe it is and. Mm. Uh, I began contemplating on the same inquiry uh, probably like a couple of years ago because I said, you know, yes, ayahuasca, for example, and bachuma, they, they are specific energies that I am I am communing. And what I also see that those plants, they open sort of like a funnel of communication with our greater self and with our guides. So yes, we are communing with our what is in a Hindu tradition called atmic consciousness, right? This is the this is the seventh plane of existence, which is us being on the third dimension. Seven dimension is quite vast energy. Our brain on the normal state does not have a capacity to access it. So what plant medicine does 
it dissolved the egoic structure or the normal consciousness structures for our brain to become receptive for much, much bigger realities. And we stream information from our higher self. Mm. Yes. Is that, you know, for me, what I found is so many wonderful magical experiences through plant medicine. And one of them that I didn't expect for myself is my now ability to channel. Now, and I understand that, that most of us are channeling various different things, whether we're channeling through creativity and art, science, technology, sports, you know, we are, we are moving an energy through us and it, it is expressing. And so we're all essentially doing that. But for me, what I found was this, uh, this, this ability to to channel an, an awareness or stream of consciousness that in the beginning started out as light language for me and i didn't i like literally had no clue as to what i was saying but i was very much aware of that and now i'm able to get it down on paper in english <laughs> and and verbalize it and that did not happen until that didn't happen prior to my my plant medicine experience. So my question is, do you find that sometimes people are this, this getting into the seventh plane of existence and into these other dimensions allow us to communicate with an intelligence that we might not have otherwise been able to? Yeah, that's, that's the wonderful way to, to, to phrase that. That's exactly that. We're activating, uh, new ways of communication with our greater selves and light language is the is the is the cosmic language so i'm not surprised that it came through for you and you being so willing and open and receptive right you are receiving these ways of channeling that divine wisdom and the universal consciousness yes i love hearing that because what a beautiful way to channel the mystical gifts and the, and the spiritual gifts through this um, new way of expressing yourself. And I do the same, Derek. I channel verbally and I channel uh, in a written way. And I love channel conversations with my guides or divine mother. It always nourishes me. I find like when we channel, we are in that open, uh, connected heart vibration. It nourishes us. It nourishes our car body our, our energy body our spirit body it nourishes our human body it's a beautiful way of expressing and connecting and communicating yeah what are what are some of the messages that you receive in in your channeling oh i just finished a whole manuscript uh, in my conversations with divine mother and that has been so profound i i'm excited to publish it it's finished it's edited and when I talk to Divine Mother, which is space and time, and she has many aspects, right? Uh, one of my favorite mystics, Sri Aurobindo, he was a spiritual legend. Yes. You know about him? Yes. Spiritual legend, right? He's not as well known in the West, like Yogananda is really well known in the West. Mm -hmm. Sri Aurobindo is definitely the, the mystical powerhouse. He uh, describes Divine Mother, he was deeply devoted to Divine Mother as having a transcendental aspect, having a universal aspect, and having individual aspect. And to have that understanding that this great being, time and space itself, is interested in individual connection to every single expression of herself, right? It just fills me with reverence. So it's a very intimate transmission of my conversation with Divine Mother and her uh, answering my human questions, right? I ask her about the essence of love. And at the end, uh, the reason why we take on human incarnations and all of these human questions that I had. What, she, what, what, what was the answer? Why? How? I love, so, I love it. It's just so, it's so beautiful. There is, I said, why do we keep coming back? And she said, child, you keep coming back because of joy. Mm. Meaning of life is joy. 
it's joy, it's joy, it's joy. I know, I know you want to hold this idea that you have a mission. You have that Arcturian DNA. You're very mission driven. Okay, it's entertaining for us to, to witness all of that. But as long as you have joy, you give meaning to your adventure of consciousness. But joy is why you keep coming back. The joy of sensual experience. To me, the return to the goddess spirituality is the return to embodiment, is a return to being in the body, being in this moment, being on the planet and feeling joy from being here. Wow. And you know, it has been said over and over again that the only reason that we do anything is because we believe that there is joy and happiness. We, we want the fulfillment of the anything that we're doing, i.e. the joy, the happiness of it, or we wouldn't really be after it. We, we entangle with the struggle and the heartache and the pain of getting to it. But the, the ultimate real quest is we believe that in the having of it, we will be more joyful or more happy. That's right. Why don't we take a shortcut and choose joy right now, right? And choose joys by leaning into this moment. This is all the teachings of the goddess, right? She's all about learning to receive each moment. You know, there's so much conversation, especially in the, in the feminine movement right now is about the art of receiving. Mm -hmm. I'm realizing learning to receive each moment mm. learning to into each moment i i often refer to that as is being in so in the moment that you milk it and you want it to continue to expand particularly in moments where you have a great feeling of joy and happiness and honoring that by by just so being with it that it's almost like nothing in the world could make me any happier than what I feel right now. And as much as in saying that, I think the mind may think that, oh, if I say that, then I'll never get any more moments of joy. And yet it is in that, that appreciation of that moment that allows it to expand and more joy is available. And it's, that's when I kind of, I, I say like, how can I, how can this feel any more enjoyable or more pleasurable or more satiating? And yet it does. And it just continues to expand. Mm. It, it continues to expand. When we remember that beautiful contribution of David Hawking's power versus force and his scale of vibration. And when I remember joy is 560, the next one is peace. And then after that is full enlightenment. So when we truly remember we are vibrational beings, that's what my galactic guides always talk about. I channel Pleiadians, uh, Arcturians, Hathors. Those are my three core groups that I'm in communication with um, on, a, on a daily basis. They always refers us back remember frequency 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 and this is one of universal laws the law of vibration nothing is static everything moves everything shifts constantly yes we may have drop of emotion something happened unexpected twist on the path and we're like oh my gosh i'm frightened but in this moment you got to remember that the vibrational scale I'm going to appreciate I am alive. I can see I can walk. How can I climb my way on the vibrational scale to open my heart to joy? Boom. I'm a vibrational being. I'm changing my reality right now, moment by moment. Mm. It's so magical, Darius, right? It is. it is. And these are the principles that Yogananda taught as well, right? The, the emotional scale and shame being at the, the lowest and then joy and then moving into those other higher frequencies. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just feel, I feel so emotionally like I'm inspired and charged up when I think about it because I was just sharing Yogananda quote a couple of weeks ago to my email community he says in deep meditation when you find even a bubble of joy you will focus on that until it becomes a fountain of joy and then an ocean of joy Right. So there is a conscious ability that we have with our focus and our intention. Yes, sometimes it's just a tiny little drop of joy that we feel and we have the power to expand it. And then we're swimming in joy and we're infecting everybody who comes into our field with that beautiful gift of joy. Yes, yes. And in the awareness and knowing of that, it's as if you can shift 
anything and any moment. It's, it is. And while you might not be able to jump from here to here, it's in that next, each time choosing it and then knowing when you're there, that that's always available, as you pointed out. And as what you point out that you are in conscious communication with when you're channeling that, that divine remembrance of that. Yes, yes, mm. yes, yes. I love that. Yeah. That's what, that's what I, I love receiving from the Hathors. And they are highly dimensional beings, you know, fifth dimension and above, fifth to the ninth dimension. And they are emotional masters. The way their civilization ascended to a higher planes of reality is through emotional mastery, mm. through mastery of vibration. And that also brings me why I feel what we are moving through as humanity right now. We are going through emotional awakening. We are going through awakening of the heart as a human soul, right? And it's through that ability to feel again why plant medicines are so revolutionary for all of us because they awaken even the frozen ice world of the inner self that was frozen through trauma or pain or, or a lot of struggle plant medicine comes in and unfreeze it and shows you that feelings are the way to your freedom to your liberation and eventually we're being taught how to heal ourselves, how to transform our emotions and how to become emotional alchemists. Mm, so, 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 so beautiful. You know, I often ask on this podcast and YouTube channel, and certainly those that I have come to know and love in this journey, what most excites you about your path and your way as a healer? Trusting my essence more and more and more and more. Trusting that the field, the energy field that I cultivate every single day through my rituals and my practices and my connection with divine. I carry that energy field everywhere I go. So I become this kind of sort of like a healing station of consciousness, an instrument of the divine that every conversation can create an opportunity for healing. And what is healing? Healing is coming back home. Healing is integration to wholeness. So I am so excited to be alive right now and to be a more available instrument. That to me is the path of the healer. That to me is an initiatory path, knowing that healing is our presence Healing is our kindness. Healing is our awareness. And healing is our radiance, our joy. And we heal the world through our example, through our example. You know, especially so many of the healers had such challenging past and they have chosen to give that past a new meaning. They have chosen to give that story a new ending or a new chapters, right? And our life is our message. To me, that is the journey of the healer. My life, my message. And I keep writing new chapters every day. Yeah, certainly. I, well, I am so grateful that I know you, I love you, that you are the light and the love and the essence of so many different transmissions of energy and so i so appreciate that and you being here and being with us and for those of you all who are watching and listening all of katarina's information will be available for you on our show notes page as well as below this uh youtube video if you're watching on youtube in the descriptions section before we close katarina any final last words you'd like to share be open and curious. Remember you are magic and life is a beautiful adventure and we are here for the joy of it. Oh, so, 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 so beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you everyone for watching and listening to The Way of the Healer. I encourage you please to subscribe on whatever podcast you're currently listening on. And certainly if you're watching on YouTube to please subscribe, hit the notification bell so that you can be notified about the upcoming episodes. And we thank you for being a part of this journey. Everyone have a beautiful, glorious day. 
Did you know this podcast is a part of an even larger docu-series? Yep, there is an entire documentary underway called The Way of the Healer, where I introduce you to extraordinary women from around the world who are transforming lives with the use of plant medicine and psychedelics. You can learn more about it at thewayofthehealer.com. Thanks for being a part of my day and for listening. Be sure to check out the website, thewayofthehealer.com, for more details, useful tools and links, free resources, and more. Disclaimer, the Way of the Healer Conversation for Change podcast and its host and guests are providing this information for educational purposes only. We do not condone nor condemn the selling, purchase, or use of any substances that are considered outside of legal acquisition or usage. We encourage discretion and safety when involving yourself or others with substances and activities that are deemed illegal by your official local government laws and agencies. It is your responsibility to research and know applicable laws.